First day of spring, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. the Lord. Hallelujah. It is his glory that reigns. It's his glory that falls. It's his, only his glory is going to help us with our finances, you guys. We have to submit to the Father so we can break through in power so we can raise our finances from the dead. The earth, come on now. The earth want to see us. God want the earth to see us with signs and wonders with our finances to cover, cover, to hover and cover the earth 
with the power of God. Can you see? Money answer all things. And if we don't have our money right, how can we impact the earth? Come on. God wants us with signs and wonders to glorify the Lord. Come on, hover. Let the glory of God hover over you today. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. When you allow the glory of God to hover over you, you'll see signs and wonders. And that's what this season is all about, people of God. He, we need others to see the signs and the wonders that are operating in our life. Now, I just went on since my appointment. It was late. I'm going to go ahead and take get this out the way because I won't be able to do it tonight. But it's so imperative that we've been on our 30-day challenge. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Uh, I see somebody that chimed in so you can hear me. Praise the Lord. Glory to God, Sammy. Uh, I thank you in Africa somewhere. Type in where you're from. Praise the Lord. And the others, y'all type in where y'all from. I welcome you. I appreciate your time. Um, but God wants us to tame our finances. And we have some areas in our life that's causing us to spend our money. Now, we've been coasting. We was dealing with marriage and money and spending recreationally, gifts, uh, agreement, having agreement. You know, with your husband and with your wife, even with your family, singles, if you raising your children, men and women alike, you know, sit down with your children. Let them know, look, I'm on a budget. This family is on a budget, and this is how we're going to do it. If you have anything in school or whatever that you need done, you know, put all of that on the table so all the surprises won't hit us suddenly, and it causes us to really create a domino effect in our finances. And today, lo and behold, today, we're going to be talking about on day 20, eliminate emotional spending. Oh, ouch, ouch, ooh, wow, and everything else. We all have been guilty of that. I'm still dealing with that. When God begins to touch on different things and things happen in your life, okay, we begin to start spending our money emotionally. Okay, so daddy's saying, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're not going to use our emotions to, to, to gratify our feelings. We need to come in contact with that feeling, right? Excuse the phone, y'all, because every time you try to do something, the enemy pop up. So we already know what's going to happen with that, all right? So what the daddy want to pinpoint on some things about emotionally spending. Okay, uh, let's pray right quick, and then this is going to be short and sweet, because I have other things we have to do for the kingdom. Amen. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are our Father, you are our uh, head over our life, you head over our money, and we want to be able to present not only our tithes and our offerings before you, but we even learned in day four or day five that our first fruit, the extra money that you give to us, counted as first fruits unto you and ask you, what do you want us to do with it? Now, Father God, this is a touchy, touchy situation. 
And that's why you allow the glory of the Lord to come before to prepare the way because we spend a lot of times emotionally. So right now, Daddy, we ask in the name of Jesus that those that have ears to hear, let them hear what you tell them while you are bringing this through me, the different areas that we spend our money emotionally, that you begin to touch on things to to say, okay, no, let's, let's start working on this area. Let's start working on this area. And I release the spirit of truth. I re speak. I release the spirit of um, truth in all of us, in honesty in all of us, and say, you know what? Yeah, I have this problem. Holy Spirit, help me not to spend when I'm emotionally upset or angry or frustrated or feeling depressed. Help me to overcome this demonic force that caused me to use God's money for the, the kingdom of darkness. And in return, I could put it in the kingdom of light. Father God, thank you for the precious blood of Jesus that's covering not only the feed, but those that have ears to hear, their household, their finance, their children, their jobs, their businesses. Father God, right now, I thank you that we have access to the throne of grace to obtain mercy in a time of need. And this is the hour that we need your mercy right now. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Now, this is very short because she only had one page. That's how critical it is, okay? <laughs> and it's a very touchy situation. So, eliminate emotional spending in my apartment came. So, we got to definitely cut it short. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? You can find that on Isaiah 55, verse 2. But literally, that's a powerful, powerful scripture. Why? Because I live on that scripture. Whenever the daddy gives me something to go and buy or whatever, or if I feel I don't really have the money or whatever, that scripture in Isaiah tells you, go shop, go buy without no money. What is that? That's faith. But you have to hear the voice of God to even move in that dimension so you'll know when to go and when not to go. Well, she was describing uh, emotional spending is the first cousin of emotional eating. Remember God touched on that with us on, I think it was day 16, about uh, eating economically, meaning stop spending money on fast food and go and shop and have your stuff uh, have a list, uh, see how you're going to prepare your meals through the, the week, and ladies, and some um, uh, men too. Uh, I can literally testify, my son does this. Oh, I'm I'm proud of him because he know how to budget his money, and guess what? I learned something from him also. You can learn something for your children. He he say, you know what, Mom? If it do not multiply my money, I don't participate in it. If for me to go somewhere and it's not going to advance my knowledge to gain something that I'm already working on, I don't participate. I don't waste my time just to go show up somewhere. I say, whoa. So I pounded on that thing, and you know what? He's telling the truth. That was wisdom. And all you're getting, get understanding. Remember, wisdom is the principal thing out of Proverbs. So what she's saying is in both cases, there is a feeling on the inside of us that cry out for satisfaction. You know, when when I used to uh, feel that depression spirit will come upon me, or if I'm hurt, 
a, a misunderstanding happen or whatever. Y'all ladies know how we get. Oh, I'm going shopping. Girl, come on, what you doing? Come on, let's go to the mall. And we go wind up buying stuff that we don't even want. Fellas, you probably do the same thing. I know when I was married, my husband, he'll go and buy all this fishing stuff. No dog and well, he don't fish. I had to teach him how to fish. Ain't that something? But he'll go buy all this stuff and bring it to me. Oh, I thought you probably like this. Really? When you know we have a light bill needs to be paid? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But it was something going on with him at that time that, that kind of satisfied him to go and buy something. It caused you to buy things you don't need at that time. So she was saying it gives you a temporary relief. But it's a problem. And that problem will create a domino effect. Okay. She also was saying, um, look at a few emotions that cause you to go and spend outside your budget. Now, remember the other, the other days we was um, shown how we can strategically start putting our money away write the vision down about your money, right? Okay? And then you take that and begin, ask the Holy Spirit to give you a strategy, right, to be able to accomplish whatever He's telling you. Now, I believe, and I just finished watching an awesome, awesome segment with Benny Hinn and Chuck Pierce, one of my favorite, favorite e-mentors that I always, like, I don't listen to a lot of online um, ministers and television evangelists, but when God had me start listening to certain things, it's to confirm something he has put in me. And I've been like, a lot of things have been popping up lately. And I'm like, okay, God, what is going on? I'm feeling something in the spirit, a shift here, a shift there. You know, he's giving me signs about certain things. And then he began to unfold certain other things. That's exciting where you can have that love language with God. And uh, you have to listen to my Savior's on broadcast to understand what I'm talking about. Understanding God's love language in your life. Because a lot of times, this is right with this, emotional spending, emotional not hearing God for yourself, will go right on what somebody else said, and you're not understanding what God told you to do, or, or, or present this the way God told you to present it. Ouch. Okay? So she was pinpointing on the emotions, and she named five areas that we need to identify. It's just, it really is a page and a half. It's very short. I had highlighted it when I did this before in 2007, and I went back, I said, whoa, and I see I have, like, different color codes. So if you purchase the book, go and purchase it if you haven't. It's only four five dollars you guys. A good investment in yourself that will transform your money. I'm telling you, it's a simple book, but I'm telling you, it's powerful when you have the anointing of the Holy Ghost behind it. She, she pinpointed five different areas. Anger, boredom, depression, insecurity, and frustration that causes us to spin emotionally. Hello. Now, if you really sit down and think about it. Yep, I'm guilty. She's right about that. Yeah, I know I am. And the Holy Ghost say, yes, I know it is. Okay? And I had to put myself in check when the anger... She was saying how if you peel an onion of why you are angry, at the core of it, you may find that the anger is really geared from someone else that you tolerate their behavior towards you. Whoa. 
When I read that, I'm like, oh, outlawed. Yes, that is so true. Because I share with you guys a testimony that I allowed someone else frustration, someone else anger to go when they've called themselves reporting me because they couldn't have their way. Don't you know in the spirit realm, when you have connection with certain individuals and even with a touch, that's what I was listening to. Um, Benny Hinn, he was talking about the different spirits that we have to be mindful at this time. Remember, I was just, I'm just sharing with you guys how, what I'm feeling in the spirit, something that's happening or shifting and we have to be in our proper place. Also, we have to be careful because the enemy going to bring familiarity our way. And this here is some areas that Father has delivered me from. The anger, boredom, depression, insecurity, frustration. Oh, wow. If this is not an on-time segment for this time, for all of us to put in check, we have to be mindful because God has catapulted a lot of us into another dimension, another level in him. And the enemy see that we, he don't know where we're going, but he know we're going somewhere. So guess what? He say, okay, boys, <laughs> y'all got to tighten up the grip. <laughs> we can't let her go that way. We can't let him go that way. Okay, let's start sending some familiar stuff. We need to send some chaos somewhere. We need to send some, some past relationships, some past um, trouble, some, some past hurt, some past anger. Yeah. We have to be mindful. And so what happened three weeks ago, this situation had popped up that I had got so angry. I had literally saw myself beating this person up. And the Holy Ghost said, hold up, hold up, daughter. Go find yourself. Remember? I said, oh, yeah. Go sit down and go find yourself. Go scan that information into the system and sit down and take a deep breath. Musa. <laughs> Musa. And go find yourself. So as I read through the Beatitudes and God was saying, you are blessed, blessed, you're empowered, you know, blessed is he who endured this. Blessed is, you know, he who have encountered all falsely accusing and lying on. Blessed is he who have been misused and abused. Blessed, blessed, blessed. So it made me happy because, okay, God, yes. So a lot of times when we fall into anger, we really, someone else have made you angry or you have allowed a behavior for so long and you got tired of it and that anger just came out. So what she's saying, lay hold to it, recognize it, and ask God to deal with it. Now I have some scriptures. I'm not going to really go into too deep of it. Psalms 37, 8, and Ephesians 4, and 26, and 27. What it's saying is that be slow to anger. Now, sometimes it happens. Hey, we got to look at the life of Jesus. You know, a lot of times he was like, what? Especially when he went into the father's house when they had, they turned the house of prayer into a marketplace. And what happened? The anger of the Lord came upon him and he overthrew the tables. Now, sometimes you may have to, hmm, and I'm going to leave that alone. But we all know how far we can go, right? <laughs> Come on, don't be playing spiritual me, spiritual on me now. We all have been there, done that, and probably happened this morning. <laughs> but identify the anger. Ask God, whoever you angry angry with, ask God to help you. All right. If you have to, she said you write a letter. If you can't speak with the person face to face, write a letter. Go to God and ask Him to identify the root of it. 
Because really, you probably got mad for something on the surface, but not really dealt with the root of the matter. Okay, the second one was boredom. A lot of times we go shopping and everything because we're bored. Get into the word of God. 1 Corinthians 12, 28 tells us that he has given us all administrations of gifts. Just because a person is not a prophet, apostle, a teacher, administrator, a bishop, an evangelist, you don't have, you feel you don't have that title so you can't do anything. Guess what? We all are apostles. We all are evangelists. We all teachers and we all pastors. We all are those, we all have been equipped with that anointing, but in different capacities. See, I know I'm an evangelist in the marketplace. I have to pray, <laughs> be a referee, a counselor. Okay, but I'm also an apostle in the business because God have anointed me to be able to help individuals to structure their business, to catapult them into that realm of financial stability and self-sufficiency. So just because I'm not behind the pulpit, do not disregard my anointing because that anointing is powerful. And it is there, glory to God, and it's on you, and it's on me, and God wants us to go out there and subdue the earth. Not one another, but the earth. And with that said, that will alleviate the next one, the depression. You won't be depressed. You don't have time. Whoa, I don't have time to be depressed. Now, sometimes they try to become, you know, you know how you can really feel that, that depression, that little mood, that self-pity. Oh, nobody want to be with me. Nobody want to spend no time with me. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about, that little petty, petty, petty stuff. That's because we start looking within ourselves and we start thinking about ourselves and not keeping our minds on Jesus. Right? Keep your mind steadfast on the Lord. And then he will give you that peace that's passing all understanding. And that peace comes to guard our heart and our mind. That's what the words say. Obey the word. Do what the words say. That will alleviate the depression. Enjoy. A lot of Christians I see do not have the joy of the Lord. Hey, ask God through the Holy Spirit to give you a double dose of his joy. Sometimes I find myself sad or whatever. I go put on me some comedy. You know, I like to listen to Jesse Duplantis. Uh, I like to watch Martin. I like, I find something, Sinbad, a comedian. I find something that helps stir up because laughter is good like medicine. And guess what? The enemy trying to put some sickness on you. You better get you some joy in your life. I ain't talking about no flesh. Joy of the Lord who is your strength. And... Going right into the next one, it will alleviate the insecurity. When we feel insecure of who we are as individuals, we find ourselves going and buy things that we really don't need. And we feel secure at that moment. Oh, I'm going to go buy me this nice dress. You get the dress. Guess what? I have clothes and stuff that I probably didn't bought, and I'm growing up giving it away because I'm like, I really didn't want that. Or, hmm, it don't even look right on me now. It's like, oh, it was looking good at that time. But now, nah, I don't even want it. Why did I spend $40 on this dress without... You see what I'm saying? That could have went to the kingdom. And see, we, that's another thing. If we can transition our mindset, transition our mindset, and have a more kingdom mindset, 
and not a worldly mindset or a fleshly mindset. You see what I'm saying? I believe that we can become better stewards of our money. And the anger, the boredom, the depression, the insecurity will be alleviated. Now, yes, it's a process. Oh, tell me. Every day we have to deal with this, you guys. But God is saying, okay, now tweak it, tweak it, tweak it. Tweak it in your finances because I'm taking you somewhere and I need you to have something so I can work with something. Remember we was mentioning that the other day. We have to present something to God so he can breathe on it and bless it. Everything Jesus did always seen it was a point of contact. Someone either touched him or he had to go touch somebody. Remember that good old song? Reach out and touch somebody has. Make this world a better place if you can. Come on now. We as the children of the Most High God have a command from the Lord himself to say go into all the world and make disciples. It's our job, and no matter what capacity we find ourselves in, no matter what industry you find yourself in, your job is to re, re, um, consecrate yourself, commit yourself, ask the Holy Spirit to help you be that witness in whatever industry you're in. Don't second guess where God have you. Because if you do, if you sit here and try to compare yourself Compare your ministry, compare your business, compare even your individuality. And like my daughter told me, he said, Ma, you know what? You're authentic. And because of that, a lot of people really don't know how to really approach you or really come to you or, you know, they cling to you just to acquire or whatever. And then they go on because they know, hey, you, you ain't going to play with that sister. Some of you the same way. You notice a lot of people don't be around you because you're authentic. You have that special, you are that, that, that person that God say in, I think it's in Hebrews where it says that we are a holy nation, a royal priesthood. We are set apart. We are aliens to this world. Aliens. Hmm. It, didn't they say that? Well, maybe we are the true aliens, huh? <laughs> Well, I told you guys it's going to be very short and sweet because she really just had, what, one, two, two pages. Because this is something really, really that you have to go and meditate on. All right? Meditate on this here. When do I really spend my money? Check out those receipts. It's when you probably was angry, somebody that made you mad, something that happened on your job, something happened in your business, something happened in your family. Case in point, I'm going to give you all the example, and I'm gone. I'm through. This has been the most trying tax season ever, ever, literally ever, to the point where I've made mistakes. People have complained about little frivolous things. And the thing about it, I've worked seven days a week. Through it all, you know, you, you get no ratification, meaning... Nobody don't call and say, you're doing a good job. We know you've been busy. This is what's going on. No, you've been giving calls and emails. You did this wrong. You did that wrong. Da, da, da. Okay, so I really have to depend on the Holy Ghost, right? So with that said, I have to definitely 
tap into the Holy Spirit even more and more and more because of this. And I felt like, oh, <clears throat> oh, I can't wait to text you. I'm going somewhere. I was looking on the internet. I said, I'm going to take me a flight somewhere. I'm going this. I even reserved a weekend. I'm going here. I even called my travel agent. Look, I need you to start looking for some flights because, see, after this tax season, I'm going to need a break. I'm going to treat myself. Three days later, I just heard the Spirit of God say, cancel that reservation. Cancel that reservation? Okay, Lord, yes. Don't do that. I need that money to go somewhere else. I'm like, what? Okay, Lord. Now, where you need to go? See, he don't give us all the answers, but I am very obedient to daddy. And when he speaks, I know it's for a reason. So guess what? I canceled. Then after I sit down, I thought about it. I'm like, why am I going there anyway? You see what I'm saying? Out of emotion. See what I'm saying? Out of anger because of the year. Right? Right? All right? Not saying that I was, the things that kicked that, 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 Reservation was the anger, the frustration, and not being appreciated. So I allowed those three mechanisms, those spirits, to start dwelling over me, right, in the spirit. And I thought I was going to self-gratify myself. I'm, You know, I'm going to treat myself. This is just how it is. I mean, I'll be helping people, and they don't, they don't appreciate nothing. They talk to you any kind of way. And I hold it go say, no, 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 cancel the reservation. Because I need you to do something else. So yesterday, he told me what he needed me to do. You see how that works? Now, I suppose I was bullheaded. God, what you talking about? I deserve to go. You ain't see how I, these four months was hell for me, Lord. I, can't I just go? <laughs> see how we try to justify ourselves? We have to have an ear to hear. Remember, God was all through this here. Daddy was telling us, have an ear to hear. He's fine-tuning our hearing. He's fine-tuning our seeing. He even fine-tuning our words. We have to be careful at this season. So I prayed that, hey, I prayed that this was a blessing. It was short and sweet because that's just what it was. Get the book, you guys. Get the book. Get the book. And I just finished my flyer i will be posting this online don't forget may 26 i will have some copies you never know you may win a copy but go ahead and get it um this is not something that you can do right now don't feel overwhelmed by it either remember i was sharing that some days back this is something really you're gonna have to really get into it and it took me about two years to really make it a habit when I revisit this in 2007. And oh praise the Lord. Ever since then. This is where I'm at now. And so I'm sharing this piece of nuggets. That God gave me. And a lot of you always ask me. Well how you do this? How you go that? You always traveling here. How you have money to do this and that? But this is how I do it. This is how we do it. Mm, mm, mm. Alright. So. Father God I thank you Lord God. That you always on time you always have a timely word you always have a a, a a confirmation in everything that i do i thank you lord god that the holy spirit is here to lead and guide me into all truth 
I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're keeping me. You're keeping my mind steadfast on you. Even in the midst of all the chaos, Daddy, you are watching over me. And, Father God, the same anointing that you have over me, I release the same anointing over those that have ears to hear my voice. Those that are seeking you and want their finances to come up a little higher, to stop spending uh, frivolously on things that we know that is not going to be edifying to the kingdom of God. You say that you have given us power to obtain wealth. And that wealth is to establish the kingdom of God. But this is the covenant that you have made with us. And we desire, Lord God, to fulfill that covenant in this era. No matter what is going on in the world, we disconnect ourselves from the world system. And we want to live in the kingdom system. You say, Father God, let thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. So it's already established in the heavenly realm. And you told us to bring it down and let it display in the earth. Father God, we want our finances to be displayed in the earth. Father God, I thank you for the blood of Yahshua that's covering us. That's covering us from the, hot count, the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. That it touches our finances, our family and our friends. Lord God, our children to our children's children. Our businesses, our jobs, our craft, our industries. Everything that we touch, Lord God, you say you make us the head and not the tail, the tail, above and not beneath. And everything that we touch, it will prosper because we commit thy work to you, Father. And we trust in your word. We lean not to our own understanding, but we will acknowledge you, Father, in all our ways. And then you say you will direct our path. Direct our path through these 30 days of money management. And we will be so excited to declare that you are Lord of Lord and King of Kings because we have submitted our will unto you and we have dedicated our finances to you. And Father God, we are, we are so grateful and we thank you that you have given us seed to sow. You have multiplied our bread. Glory to God. You say you give, you give seed to the sower, bread to the eater, and you multiply the seed sown. That seed could be in other areas. Not just money, but you will bring it up to produce the money. Glory to God. Thank you, Father God, for innovative ideas, for creative, witty inventions. Lord God, I just speak it now in the name of Jesus. And everybody say amen, amen, amen. Well, praise the Lord. I pray that you was able to receive this. Glory to God. And we're going to go forward and we're going to maximize our dollars. And I'm going to hear some testimonies by the end of this year that somebody say, you know what? I did that in the beginning of the year and look what the Lord did for me. Glory to God. Well, until then, I'm going to see y'all tomorrow because I won't be able to do this tonight. So I did it today. And I just love each and every one of you that's taking time out to be a part of the Money Management Challenge. God bless you. And let me see who's on here. Give you some shout outs. And it always have these little boxes here that I don't really know. Everybody, I love you. Thank you for chiming in. And till tomorrow, have a glorious day today, okay? And happy spring. It's the first day of spring. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Bing. All right, we took care of that. 
glory to God. What's up? What's up, my brother? <laughs> it's a fight, but you win. <laughs> you already won. You just got to press in there. Because one thing I do know, when you start something like this here, I had to fight.